Welcome back to another episode of Birdie and the Cowboy. I'm Birdlog Don Patterson, and today myself and the Cowboy himself, Jalen Mooney, will introduce you to some of this week's South Carolina high school and college football action. We have tons of great games to cover and predict, so without further ado, let's hop right into the action. First up, I'm going to get introduced my South Carolina high school football game of the week. My game of the week is the is Hillcrest at T.L. Hanna. T.L. Hanna is coming off of a huge win against the Westside Rams and are 4-0. But don't sleep on this much-improved Hillcrest Rams team. They are off to a perfect 4-0 start as well, and they are, com- they are a completely different team than last year. This Hillcrest team is legit. Although I'm picking this T.L. Hanna team to win, I think Hillcrest will make it competitive and maybe keep it within one possession. But in the end, this Jacket team will prevail and defeat the Rams. I'm going with the Jackets over the Rams. 35-24. Jay, what game do you have on your mind for this week? Well, Dylan, right now I'm looking at 5-0 North Myrtle as they take on rival 5-1 Myrtle Beach in Little River. This Chiefs offense has looked solid all season behind star running back Nyleek Livingston. This is a guy who has 669 yards on 88 carries for the year, Birdie, while averaging 7.6 yards per carry and 134 a game. Look for him to dominate the Seahawks D, who, let's not forget, gave Zay Rice 105 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, and nine yards per carry in their lone loss to Wilson. This one will be a shootout, though. Senior Myrtle Beach quarterback Ryan Branch looks to slow a dominant Chiefs pass rush, which has tallied 32 tackles for losses and 12 QB hurries this season. Watch for him to hit his his go-to guys in four-star recruits, J.J. Jones and Adam Randall, early and often. Though it won't be enough. Give me the Chiefs, 42-38. A rivalry game, and down there in the low country, that'll be a dandy of a game. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and go over a few more matchups for this week. Uh, First up, we're going to start off with the Blue Ridge Tigers. They're 2-4 and on the season at Blacksburg. Blacksburg is 0-4. They are a triple option team. I'm going with Blue Ridge, though, 24-13. Yeah, give me Blue Ridge, 27-10. Next up, we got Malden at Easley. This is a solid Malden team with a very good secondary against an Easley team who's just looking to scratch up their first win. Give me Malden, 48-17. I'm going 45-21 Malden. Just uh, Mavericks have too much for the green wave. Next up, we have Camden. They're 4-0, but they're a 3-A team. They play at Burns, 5-A powerhouse. They are 2-1. I'm going 31-14 Burns. Camden is a talented team, but they just don't have the talent to stick with 5-A schools. Yeah, I agree. They just don't have enough talent offense or defensively and burns coming off a loss to Dorman. give me the give me the rebels in a bounce back game 41 20 next up we got five and oh chesney as at woodruff against the three and two wolverines give me the wolverines 37 20 i'm going with the option team chesney eagles they're gonna keep this undefeated streak going they're gonna start six and oh 22 to 17 chesney next up we have teo henna at hillcrest already let you know my score what's your score for this game Oh, man, I I love this game. I love it a lot. I agree with you on every point you made. Really like Hillcrest, so it's hard to argue against them, but give me T.O. Hanna, 30-27. Next up, we got 4-2 Irmo as they take on Westwood, 2-1 at home. Irmo knocks off Westwood and Rashad McLean to clinch region playoff spot, in my opinion. Give me Irmo, 31-17. I'm going to go Irmo as well over this Westwood team. Give me Irmo, 42-21. Next up, we got 3-1 Sherall versus 2-1 Andrew Jackson. Another region matchup to see who gets that second spot in the playoffs. Give me Demarion McCaskill and the Braves, 28-20. I'm going to go Andrew Jackson, 24-21. They're going to secure that 
that two seed and make it to the playoffs. Next up, we continue this two-way stretch. We got the two and two, Peleon versus the smaller Wade Hampton. Yeah, we covered them once this year. We're going to cover them again and give them another shot. I like Andrew Robinson and these Red Devils, and this time they proved me right. 22-18, Wade Hampton. Give me 16-10, Peleon. Next up, we got Somerville at Goose Creek and another big one. Give me Shirey in this in this Ville rushing attack, 42-21. I'm going with Shirey in the Ville, 49-20. A great offensive game for Somerville. All right now, so let's go ahead and move on to some key college matchups this week, highlighted by the return of the Pac-12, as well as not one but two top ten matchups. Also, we will deliver our playoff and top six ranking. I'll start with my game of the week first, though. The fifth-ranked Georgia Bulldogs take on the eighth-ranked Florida Gators. This is a classic SEC rivalry, and it's always a dandy of a game. This matchup is headlined by both defenses missing players. For Florida, two of the best defensive linemen for the Gators will sit out the first half due to an incident that happened against Mizzou. And for the Dogs, lockup DB Richard LeCount II will not play due to a motorcycle accident that happened after their win versus UK last Saturday. We have a high-powered offense in the Gators and a top defense that the Dogs have. This will be a great game, I believe, with a lot of emotion. Both teams will start off slow but get going in the second half. I'm going to go with the Dogs over the Gators. I think Georgia will get their run game by committee going and will stay steady all the way through. This Gator defense will not stop the run. There's just no way they, they'll be able to stop Georgia, McIntosh, Zemir White. There's no way. But I do look for Trask and the Gators to be able to air the ball out as Georgia's not going to have Richard LeCount, their lockup DB. But Trask isn't going to be enough for the Gators. The Dogs will win 28-21. Now, Jay, let's hear your game of the week for a very important and pivotal week in college ball. Yeah, I'm really liking this matchups. This week, I'm taking a rare ACC matchup. As the number one ranked Tigers of Clemson travel to South Bend, Indiana, looking to spoil a home game against the number four team in the land, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. The controversy grows this week as the Tigers will be without star quarterback Trevor Lawrence once again. Although his true freshman backup, DJ Uwangalele, has performed on an elite level and shows why he was the second to only Alabama's Bryce Young in his previous class. The storyline to watch in this game will be the Clemson D. Will they show up against this Irish team? This is a Brian Kelly team that won't do anything to lose the game, much less make any mistakes. This game will be decided by two by the two running backs looking for bragging rights as Trevor takes on Kyron. For this Notre Dame team to win, they need a solid outing from QB Iron Book to keep Clemson from stacking the box on Kyron. Key note, if Notre Dame wins, this will be the first time Notre Dame will be an ACC favorite, and it'll be the first time in their one and only time playing in this ACC conference. So are you going with in that game? I'm going with Clemson 31, Notre Dame 30. I can't make a choice. I think it's going to be – it's going to come down to the run game and the defenses, but I'm leaning towards Notre Dame. I'm going to go Notre Dame. 3227 other well, Birdie, the you know, I've been I haven't made my prediction for this game. You know this, I've been struggling, and this was an on the spot thing on the podcast when I just made that prediction. So hopefully it's right. We'll see how it goes. And for our new segment on the show, Birdie, let's get rolling with the G5's Road to Glory. First, our group of five game of the week. This is an easy choice for the game. 
of the week considering the BYU and Boise State play this week. This is a top 25 matchup as Zach Wilson and the ninth-ranked Cougars look at their first real test of the season. Watch for Zach and Dax, the Cougs' dynamic duo, to put up a huge game. In the end, I don't see this Boise State team having enough offensively to hang around with backup QB and Duke transfer Jack Sears running with the ones. Give me the Birmingham. Give me the Brigham Young University. Sorry about that. And Heisman finalist Zach Wilson, 38-28 in Boise, Idaho. On the blue turf, on the blue turf. On the blue turf, buddy. I'm going to go with Zach Wilson and the Cougs, 42-24. Watch for the BYU defense. Nobody talks about their defense. Watch for them to shut down Jack Sears and the Broncos in their first real test on the blue turf. Next up, Birdie, we got number 13-ranked Indiana, my team of the year this year so far. As they go to the big house to take on the 23-ranked Michigan Wolverines, Michigan's coming off a terrible loss. But I like Penix Jr., and he should look to have a huge game. But in the end, it won't be enough as Haskins does just enough on the ground, and the Wolverines win it for the old ball coach, who's in desperate need of a big blue win. In the big house, Michigan, 31, Indiana, 27. I like Penix Jr. and the Hoosiers, 27-17. They have, man, they have some great momentum. The play calling's been phenomenal this year. Give me the Hoosiers, 27-17. Next up, we have OK State at K-State. I like this OK State team in a must-win game behind this rushing attack, led by none other than Chubba Hubbard. I look for this Kansas State team to put up a good fight, but it won't be enough in the end as Hubbard and the Cowboys win, 38-27. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you right now. Should be a great game. Between these two teams looking to regain power and momentum in a down conference year, I'm taking Chubba, 27-17. Arizona State at number 20, USC. The Pac-12 returns to action, and this isn't a pack-at-night game. This is a noon game between two premier QBs. I'm going with Slovis and the Trojans over a pesty Jaden McDaniels team, 38-31. I'll tell you what, Jay. I really like this McDaniels-led team over the Slovis-led Trojans. Give me 24-13 in a non-typical Pac-12 contest. My upset game of the week is this Letty Bowen-led West Virginia team. Bowen should give Texas fits on the ground. Sammy Ellinger should do his thing. But with a backup running back starting, I don't like them against a decent Mountaineers D. I'm going with the special teams win, 28-27 Mountaineers over these Longhorns. And for my upset game of the week, I really don't think it should be an upset game. But Liberty is the 25th ranked team in the land, and they are 17-point underdogs to an unranked Virginia Tech Hokies team. I like Hugh Freeze and his play calling. Look for Freeze to absolutely outcoach this Tech team. Give me the Flames, 23-17 on the road yeah, at Vault I like Hugh Freeze a lot, and I think I don't know if Virginia Tech's going to have enough to win this game. But we got to talk about this, Bernie. Trevor's out. If Clemson loses this game, does this hurt the playoff spot, or do you see two ACC teams in the playoffs? I think if Clemson loses the game, they're number one right now. If they lose, they won't drop out of the top four because we saw Georgia lose to Alabama, and they dropped one spot to five. Or they dropped to four, and then they dropped to five after Ohio State won their first game. Yeah. I think if Clemson loses – It'll move Clemson back to four. It'll move Notre Dame up to two, Bama to one. Ohio State will stay at three. But you also got to think, Georgia, if they beat Florida. They got to move up. They'll move in, they could move in front of Clemson to where it make, makes Clemson five and Georgia four. The Georgia game's all going to depend on Stetson Bennett and how Stetson Bennett plays. And Kirby Smart's got to get his play calling right. But I really think that Georgia could beat Florida. And then if Georgia beats Florida and Clemson loses – 
we could see two SEC schools and two ACC schools. Or we could see one ACC school. But there's going to be two. There's going to be a, there's going to be one conference that has two teams. Yeah, I agree, I agree. And uh, continuing our G5's road to glory. Right now, who's your top three group of five teams and which one has the best chance of making the playoff? In order? In order. So right now I'm going to go with Cincinnati. They're led by Ritter. He's a great QB, the Bearcats. They're ranked number six in the land for a reason. I think they're my number one group of five team. And then I'm going to have to go with BYU and Zach Wilson. He's a Heisman candidate. He's a dang good ball player. Now, number three, you could go between Boise, Coastal Carolina, Marshall, or SMU. But I'm going with the Chanticleers as the third best G5 team. But I think Cincinnati has the best chance to make the playoffs. I think they just played a little bit harder schedule than BYU. I know BYU has a Heisman candidate, but I just don't see them putting BYU in. Yeah. Uh, Right now, I'm going to go. I'm leaning BYU. As my best to make the playoffs, I'm going BYU because of Zach Wilson and this Heisman candidacy he's has going on. I don't think they miss out on the opportunity to put him in. But then I'm looking out here. My, personally, top three is Cincy, behind Ritter, of course, BYU with Zach Wilson. Number three, it's going to shock you because, you know, I'm not real high on them normally, but I like the Chanticleers. They're a top 15 team this year, baby. And so that's what I'm going with. And then, uh, well, Birdie, to finish off today's podcast, let's go ahead and talk about uh, who's your top six playoff teams after this week. Top six rank. So after this week, what I think is going to happen. I have Notre Dame beating Clemson. So I'm going to have Bama at one. Notre Dame two. Ohio State three, Georgia four, Clemson five, and Cincy will stay at six. That is my top six after for after this week. All right. Even though Alabama doesn't play, I'm putting them at one. Predicting Clemson beats Notre Dame, so they're going to keep them at two. At number three, give me the dogs. So you think Alabama's going to jump Clemson, even yes, if Clemson wins? Yes, I think so because it was too close last week. A close game against Notre Dame. I still think Alabama jumps them. All right. Uh, and this isn't even per se AP poll. This is just in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm going to say Alabama jumps them, even with a Notre Dame win. Alabama's just got two better wins, in my opinion, than Notre Dame. I mean, I don't know that Notre Dame's better than Texas A&M at this point in the season. And uh, so then at number three, I'm going to lean Ohio State. I guess you have to. So Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State continue the trend at one, two, and three. At number four, Give me the dogs as I have them beating Florida. I was going to put the dogs at three, but the more I think about it, I think you just can't move Ohio State down because of a signature Georgia win. I think Ohio State has to have a big, has to have a bad loss. So, or a uh, close game. Or a close game. And then at number five, I'm putting Cincy. I think Cincy's just here. Since he's just an all-around great team, I don't think they can hide him this year. Number six, I'm going with the Tigers. Now I'm going with Notre Dame at number six, even though they lose to Clemson. They lose on their home field, I know, but they're just not going to drop Notre Dame after a Clemson loss. I'll put Notre Dame at six. So I'll have Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, Cincy, and then Notre Dame. All right, and before we wrap up this episode – I would like to make it known that they have SCHSL has already came out with most of their first round high school football playoff games. So next week, look for us to highlight first round matchup games. 
and probably a prediction on each round of the playoffs who we think can win state in every division next year. So uh, look for that to be an episode next week. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, we're sorry about not getting the Heisman episode out this week. We're still working on it. We're since gonna, Trevor hasn't played. Since Trevor hasn't played, I just uh, we don't know if we're going to get it out more. this week or if it'll be later towards the end of the season. But anyways, that's where we're going to wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening, and please continue to share and support the podcast as we try to grow. Our, pa- our podcasts are now available on Overcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, and Spotify. Again, thank you for listening to Birdie and the Cowboy Sports Talk.